Here in the fall season, college sports are kicking back into play as students return to many college campuses around the country. Tennessee State University, an HBCU founded in 1912, is located in the heart of Nashville, Tennessee. This city also serves as the home to where our interludes extra talk on Tuesday sports correspondent and contributor coach Tony Thompson is training and leading talented women's basketball teams. Today, coach Tony introduces our audience to one of his dear friends and leaders in the women's basketball arena, TSU's women's head basketball coach, Ty Evans. It's time to press play and get in the know with coach Evans. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by the Riddles Clean Comedy Virtual Show. Find out more on our website, linktr.ee forward slash purelightmedia. And now... All the way live from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Val The Voice Johnson. And it's like waking up on Christmas morning. You know, I couldn't sleep last night. And that's why you coach, though. The day before the first practice is literally like Christmas Eve for me, so... Just getting up, I woke up at like three o'clock in the morning. It's like the first day of school. I can't describe it any better than that. It's just like Christmas morning. Hey, with further ado, I'm gonna bring my guy, my guy, Coach Ty Evans, to the forefront. My guy from Tennessee State University. Tennessee. Head coach, women basketball. And by the way, Mike and Val, let's don't sleep on coach because don't don't treat him like he's from down south because he's from the Midwest with us, straight up out north of us, up I-94 in Milwaukee. So, hey. All right. Let me, let me correct you on that. Beloit, Wisconsin, baby. Oh, oh, oh. He's going to go. He, he go. Oh, I got a lot of love for Milwaukee. I got a, love, a lot of love for Chicago, but. 608, I'm born and bred, baby. I'm going to represent it to the day I die. 608, all day long, You pronounce the T, right? You pronounce the T. Right. Hey, coach. Hey, 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 hey. The people on the Midwest folk, they, my, my guys always say, Coach, every time I see you, man, you already got something to say Chicago. As the mama said, take the boy out the city. Just don't take the city out the boy, man. You already know. <laughs> we got a lot of pride where we come from. You know, we come with a with a chip on our shoulder. And, oh, man. And hey, man. Thank you. I got some partners that I grew up with. They, you know, they they rapped back in the day, and they had a they had a CD back in the day, and it was called "The Land in Between," and that's how we feel. You know, we kind of like the middle child, so we we come up with a chip on our shoulder. So everything we do, we come with a little bit more sauce to it, a little bit more umph to it. There you, you go. It. No doubt, no doubt. I, I like that. Hey, coach. First of all, man, thank you for your time. I know you're busy. Season's starting off right now. And uh, what we've been trying to do, man, welcome to one of the best young shows that's coming off the yard right now. Uh, this podcast is, is just is picking up steam each and every week, man. And we're trying to bring on coaches and what 
what what what Val the Voice and Mike and I try to do, man, is bring in young HBCU guys because a lot of the country don't understand. Uh, I heard a staff the other day. They talked about the majority of white universities are losing students. The mixed universities are maintaining students, but HBCUs are picking up students and picking up steam. At the prestigious aristocrats of band, Tennessee State University, tell us how it is down here in Nashville. I mean, it's our time. I mean, just look around. I mean, the, the university is growing. Uh, Dr. Allen has done a phenomenal job of just, you know, you know, just getting out there and and, and and putting forth, you know, a lot of effort just in just in making sure that, you know, everybody knows that Tennessee State is on the map. Um, and everybody talks about the potential that we have, you know, but we don't take that mentality um, and, and just rest on that, if that makes sense. You know, we where we come from, how we get down is when you say potential, that means you haven't done anything yet. You know, so right. we're hungry. We're not even hungry. We're, st we're starving. At Tennessee, right. it's a great time. Wow. You see what you see what the football team is doing. Uh, Coach Pitty with the basketball team. Um, Dr. Glover, she's always promoting promoting the university. Um, what Dr. Allen is doing. I mean, it's an exciting time to be at Tennessee State, and I couldn't have picked a better time to get on the boat because, man, we're rowing in the right direction, and more importantly, we're all rowing in the same direction. And I think that's something that you know, as African Americans, we've been accused of not sticking together. You know, we've all. Right. Crab in a barrel complex. You don't see none of that in our athletic department. We have volleyball games, we have softball games, we have football games, we're on group chats. And I love that because where I come from, it's all about family. You know, we all talk, you know, we all talk about it takes a village to raise a child, right? But that's what we're doing with our student athletes. You know, I'm not just talking to my women basketball players, I'm talking to the softball um, players in the hallway. I'm talking to uh, the volleyball players in the hallway. You know, they can come to my office and talk to Coach Ty. You know, and that's how, and that's and that's how we get down. That's what we're trying to do, man. Coach Coach Cheese is a legend, track and field coach, an Olympian. You know, home of Wilma Rudolph, all that. You know, so we we I'm telling you right now, get on the boat now, get on the boat now. Don't wait, get on the boat now because we're coming. That's right. <laughs> I want I want to pick up what what Coach said, and it, and it's so true. Um, that was one of the things that we were looking at here um, on on the high school level and trying to bring more HBCUs into um, into our school so that our students have that that contact. Um, I know that they're getting it on their own, and and they shouldn't have to work that hard. They should be in the high schools as much as any any other college or university is there. But, they, but people did choose HBCUs specifically during the pandemic. And it is something that we have continued. And, and, and Coach Evans, I want to ask you, why do you think people, given the choice, they could go to maybe uh, to, to become a, a volunteer? Why, why, why would they, why should they choose Tennessee State? What is it about Tennessee State? What is it about the HBCUs that should be attracting our young uh, high school um, students. Let me touch on something you said um, prior to me answering that question when you said it kind of started during the pandemic. You saw a lot of um, African-American students matriculating to HBCUs. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something that's, it, there's a historical context to that. You know, when black people are faced with adversity, we go home. Think right. about it. When you, we go home. That's mm -hmm. what we do. We go yeah. home. 
you yeah. know, if you're if you're the prodigal son, you're 16 years old, and you know, mom is, is is trying to make you, you know, come home at 10 o'clock, and you don't want to, and you fake run away. As soon as you hit adversity, what do you do? Mom, can I come back home? Dad, I apologize. Can I come back home? And I think that's what you saw during the pandemic. You saw a lot of individuals that kind of felt like they were misplaced. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Now it's a, no, they're looking at it now like you know what? Man, we forgot about home. We can't ever forget about home. And that's kind of what you're seeing right now. You know, with with Dion down at Jackson State, and not just Dion, mm-hmm. what Coach George is doing here at Tennessee State. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's across the board. You know, I'm representing mm-hmm. Tennessee State through and through, no question, but I'm also an ambassador of HBCUs all, you know, all across the country. You know, if you want to go to South Carolina State, guess what? I'm with you if that's the right fit for you. It may right. not be the right fit at Tennessee State. I'm okay with that. If Grambling's the right fit for you, cool. But just keep it home. You know what I mean? Keep it home. That's what we do. And that's what we're about. So hopefully I answered that question for you. Yeah, no, yeah, no definitely, definitely you did. Uh, yeah, yeah, Coach Tony, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, the funny part about that is, Coach Todd, you know, I, I'm on the other side of the, of, of, the, of the town with him. And being at the JUCO, you know, I don't get the luxury of that because I'm at a, I'm at a uh, majority uh, white JUCO that brings in a lot of us out of North Nashville, out of inner city Nashville, and a little bit of all over um, the state. But it's so funny, man, to grab the opportunity, Mike. If you were sitting here in the state of Tennessee, a lot of people don't realize, I've mentioned this before, uh, the middle Tennessee area is the largest or the only state in the U.S. with the largest proportion of Division One major, major universities in anywhere in the country, and based on a 200-mile radius north, south, east, and west. And out of that, you're looking at the number four, number five ranked HBCU in terms of enrollment in Tennessee State, right here in our own back door. And the cool part I like about it is with you guys being in Chicago, um, and Coach Ty, correct me if I'm not, I think the three main pools is going to be Chicago, California, and then the uh, D.C. area in terms of getting kids coming to Tennessee State. So for to have a coach from the Midwest, from the snow, from the grind, from the grit. That stuff we don't get here in Nashville and to come here with the same chip on his shoulder and bring that type of who rather these kids, man, it's, it's awesome because he's come from those parts to see that and now be able to bring these kids, like I said, back south to come to school is awesome. Coach, we got a question for you. We got, we're going to throw you a question um, that's coming in um, and, and uh, here it is. So how, how are likeness, how is the NIL, how is that affecting um, your school and other HBCUs? Y'all want the radio version or the album version? <laughs> uh, we'll go with the radio version. We, yeah. we real around here. I, like the radio. I would like the radio version. I want the radio version. <laughs> you, can tell, you can tell us afterwards. We'll, 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 we'll now, talk y'all, about y'all, that. Y'all do understand that, that, that podcasts are, are, are far more popular than radio right now. So y'all sure y'all want the radio version or the album version? <laughs> Uh, I think we might want the album version. Go ahead, Coach. You want the clean edit. I'm I'm, I'm going to be clean, but I got to be completely authentic. Everybody. Authenticity, definitely. Authenticity. I was just giving y'all a chance to go first. You're going to get the album version anyways. I mean, and Mark was requested. He said, "Go album version." That's what he wanted. Mark was so. gonna get it anyways. And I appreciate, I, I, I appreciate that question, Mark. 
Hey, Ty, it's it's house music right here. Bring it on, baby. We're in the club. Oh, you got house music? (laughs) Look, personally, look, where I'm from, you know, we listen to everything. You know, I'm 45 minutes from Chicago, so, you know, we do the house, but I'm also hip-hop all day long. But my favorite artist of all time is Anita Baker, so I can go there with you. There you go. I with you tomorrow, anywhere you want to go. I'm going to Detroit. Yeah, I got you. We can do this all day. Let me answer the question for you, though. And yeah, right now with HBCUs, um, we're not getting the same opportunities as, as as the PWIs. And for those of you who don't understand what that means, that's predominantly white institutions. We're just not. And a lot of that, uh, a lot of the reason why we're not getting those same opportunities is because a lot of these black businesses that are out here in the country, they're not coming to HBCUs. They're not looking at it from the standpoint of how can we help these student athletes, you know, get to the same platform as some of these some of these uh, student athletes that are at these PWIs. So we don't get the same opportunities. You know, it's kind of like, once again, I like to use a lot of historical context. You know, back in the day, you know, my grandmother would make miracles in the kitchen, right? You know why? Because she couldn't afford to get the right ingredients that some of her, her white counterparts had, right? It's the exact same thing. You know, we don't have the same opportunities, so we make do with what we have. You know, we make it work, but it's not the exact same thing because it's not the exact same level playing field. We don't get those same opportunities. So it's up to us to come together, to put together a platform so that our student athletes can benefit from that. But until we make a collective effort to do that as African-Americans, it won't happen because they don't see us. We got to make sure they see us. I mean, that doesn't make any, I I understand because you live in it. That doesn't make any sense. Because if I want to directly talk to to my audience, and there's my audience, it's at Tennessee State. I want to get the student body of Tennessee State to come to my store, to come to my place of business, to 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 interact with me. Why wouldn't I go there? Why would I give some scatter shot and just hope that people at, at uh at uh you know? The volunteers, if they in that orange and whatever it is, coming and into it. I'll if tell I you why. Talk right to you, why not talk right to you? I'll what tell you that? why, Mister Mr. Wambo. I'll tell you exactly why. Like I told y'all, I'm, I'm about to give y'all the album version again. You know, and nobody, everybody won't agree with me when I say this, but I got to give it to you real. I'm gonna keep it a bean with you. All right, as black folks, a lot of us we still have an inferiority complex. So when we have these black businesses. Go to a go to a uh, inner city uh, soul food restaurant at twelve o'clock. I guarantee you, it'd be more white customers than black customers. Yeah, we still feel that. like you know we won't be accepted unless we go to some white establishment that's serving the exact same food because we don't trust our own. White folks trust us better than we trust ourselves. If you don't believe me, go to a soul food restaurant tomorrow, inner city at twelve o'clock. I guarantee you. You'll see somebody from Wilson Bank and Trust going to get them sweet potatoes before you see somebody that look like you. It's the exact same thing. I'm just being honest with you. It's all so it's, it's the, the blood and jazz all over again. Nobody And he he exactly correct because I got lost today. I got lost lost today, Tom, at, at, at one of those HB. I mean, at one of those black steppers, and I laughed. I looked up. I asked to be the, the first one in line because they just opened up because I was I was working. And whatnot, and I swear, when I got my food and turned around, it's probably twelve to one ratio. And I don't have a problem with that. Some of my best supporters are white people. I don't. I'm. I'm not anti-white, but I am. No, not at all. Pay attention. Exactly. I'm not saying it's a race thing. I'm just saying this is about us. We would much rather go to Publix and get potato salad 
than go to sweats. You know what I'm saying? In the middle so, of a middle okay. of the community, and that's well, the then given given that given that, then it is saying something extraordinary that families and and student athletes are trusting our HBCUs now more than they did pre-pandemic. I don't I don't know if they are or not. I can't speak on that, but I will. The say numbers that. show it, coach. The numbers well, show it. it well, it's up. It's well, up. Well, well, the thing about it though, with us, you know, we 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 it's, it's called the. You guys know what the bystander effect is. You know what that means? The bystander effect. You're standing Please on the sidelines. Yeah, go and you'll yeah. wait to see if somebody else react first and then you kind right. of gene in later. That's yeah. who we are as a people because we're afraid to go first. So right now it's culture to be at an HBCU. Okay. So you have a lot of people that's going just because everybody else is going, not because they believe in it. But that's okay. If you're an administrator at an HBCU, use that to your advantage. Make sure that when they register, you get the information back to them on time. Make sure that the financial aid is, is on time. Make sure that the housing is correct. Do everything right, go above and beyond. Give them the customer service you get at Publix so that they will come back and, and the second generation will come back. The third generation will come back. That's what you do. And that's the part that I think as, as African-Americans we're missing. You know, we just yep. take, kind of take it for granted, but then we get mad when our, our second generation cousin goes to Iowa State. Well, why wouldn't it? Yeah, right. I want to I want to jump in here. I know, because guess what? I spent oh. almost 20 years at PWIs. I know what they do. See, okay. and I'm coming to We it. know what they do, too. We know what they do. We, <laughs> we, we know what they know do, what they too. We all came from to With the cheat code. I'm like, look, I'm coming to the back door, but I'm giving y'all the key. Just listen to me. You know, but a lot of times we don't want to listen to ourselves because we have this, unfortunately, we have this mentality of it's always been done this way. Well, guess what? If it's always been done this way, it will remain this way. A lot of the traditions are great. We need to keep them, but we got to separate the ones that are not no longer needed, the ones that are not helping us advance. Are we able, are we willing to do that? A lot of us are not. Some are, some not. But to, to advance, we have to do that, period. So, Coach. So coach, I'll, I'll wrap up with, with my question. How can we make that change in, in that thinking? I saw coach Tony sent me over some beautiful pictures of you with your team. And I was, as I was telling you before you came on, my cousin attended uh, uh, Tennessee state. And she said that she has this type of pride of knowing that going attending this type of HBCU she feels supported and she uh, she just recently got married and is about to have a kid and all of the people a lot of her friends from TSU surrounded her in this transition into this new life but I, I saw the bond of the pictures of you with the, the women's basketball team how can we change that inferiority complex or that thought process to say that HBCU isn't as good as, let's say, a, a private institution. Well, the first thing you got to do is um, you got to understand um, this is going, I'm going into my third year, right? This is the first year where I've actually been able to go out and recruit in person because of the pandemic. Mm. Right. So the young ladies mm. that's on the roster right now, you got to mm. think about it. They didn't know me from Adam. I couldn't go out and, and have them you know, I couldn't go out to their homes and visit them. They couldn't come on an official visit, you know, so they basically trusted me just based off conversation. And the point I'm getting to is very important. It's about the relationships. 
bro, right. if, 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 if you're authentic and you're genuine in your relationships and you mean what you say and say what you mean, you back up exactly what you say, the real ones will gravitate towards you. That's it. It's really that simple. People make it more complex than what it needs to be. The young lady that's on my roster right now, I didn't send them one letter. You know why? Because I didn't know enough about Tennessee State to lie. Because all I would be doing is lying. I don't know what I didn't know what Tennessee State was about. I didn't send them one letter. So when I called them on the phone or I FaceTime them, I just gave them Coach Ty. Literally, that he trusted me, and and I I didn't know them. They didn't know me. You know, and we got to a point to where. Every young lady, and that's why you see in those pictures, you see love, bro. You don't see nothing fake, because I don't do fake. I got two daughters myself. I got one that's 23, one that's 15. They don't like everything I say. I'm flawed, I'm not perfect. However, I'm authentic, and real attracts real. If you authentic, they will gravitate towards you, and that's the most important thing. That's it right there. All the well, other on my team, I'm like a surrogate dad. A lot of them have fathers in their lives, you know, so I'm not taking nobody's place. I'm right. just a supplement. I'm adding to what they already have. And that's the most important thing. It's got to be authentic. Whether you right or wrong, people gravitate to authenticity. The ones that don't are the ones that's $3 bills and you don't need them around you anyway. Exactly. Exactly. So we got to circle that one big game on the schedule this year, Coach. What game are we scheduling? What game are we circling <laughs> on that calendar that we want to check out? What's that one game? The next game. And after that, the next game. And after that, <laughs> yeah, the next yeah, I like game. That. You know why? You know why? Our, our goal is to do something that's never been done. You know what I mean? But to get to that, you can't skip steps. You can't look at a game in December and skip a game in November because that game you skipped in November may it's affect coach. you in March, may stop it's you coach. from getting you where you want to go. So to, right now, you know what my focus is right now? Tomorrow morning at 6.15. We got to get We got to get It's the most, the, work. the most important day is tomorrow <laughs> at 6.15. I like my, I tell my players every day, you know, you see this hat? Press play. You see this sweatshirt? Press play. That's what we talk about. It's our lifestyle. That's what we do. It's a double entendre. You know, when you get out of the bed in the morning, no more, no matter what happened the day before, when your feet hit the ground, it's time to press play. Forget about what happened the day before. Have a short term like memory. The it. way we play, we getting after your ass. Excuse my language. Ninety four by fifty. That's what we do. Right. Put pressure on you because what does life do? It put pressure, it put pressure on, you, on you. you to make decisions in real time. That's how we play. So that's exactly how we live our life. That's how we run our program. Period. So if like you that. That, you're going to be in great shape. So it's not about what circling one game on the calendar. They all matter because what we're trying to do has never been done. It's been one HBCU that, get to, that got to a Final Four. That was Cheney State. I told you about this last week, Tony. You yep, heard? yep, yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, ref, uh, um, um, uh, Coach Vivian Stringer, who just retired from Rutgers. Cheney Correct. State no longer have a basketball program. You understand me? So why I'm here, I'm trying to do something that's never been done. I, I'm an irrational thinker. I want people to think I'm crazy. I want people to think I can't do it because that's why I came here. Everybody, their mama told me, I, I, why would you go there? You're going to leave Auburn to go to Tennessee State? That's career suicide. Ah, thank you. I like thank that. I needed to feel uh, that uh, and so ambitious. I needed to feel. Coach, coach, your coach, you're getting some, you're getting some encouragement here from Derek Reed. Keep up the great work. Appreciate yeah. you, Derek. Yeah, Appreciate you, you, my God. Love it. And it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah, and it's on that, great note, to have you here. My goodness, yeah. I had to watch 
I'm gonna have to find these games. I'm gonna find them. I find them. Hey, you gonna find them. <laughs> hey, 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 they may put me and Tyler out of Nashville, man. This energy that we got, man. I don't know hey, if Nashville can keep, keep holding this energy we got down here, man. Because he's at six in the morning. I'm at two in the afternoon. So hey, all day. I don't sleep. Look, sleep. But but now I say sleep is the cause of the death. I sleep there when I die. Right. There you go. There you go. Hey, baby girl. My baby girl. My there you go. Girl. Oh, that hey, you do. Yes, and of course, and of course, I, we should go out on this. Mr. Phil Fox out of uh, the Michigan area says the most rewarding experience in life is coaching. Ain't no there doubt. Ain't no, no doubt. doubt. Coach, we want to thank you so much for joining us on Talk on Tuesdays. Extra Talk on Tuesdays. And he is a special guest of Mr. Coach Tony, the one and only Ty Evans of Tennessee State. Let's give him a round of applause. To see the full interview with TS head coach Ty Evans, please visit our Interludes YouTube channel. Have you seen it? It's the weekly chat with EP Michael Womble, Coach Tony, and Val the Voice Johnson. Interludes Extra presents Talk on Tuesdays. Join us and other special guests as we break down the latest topics surrounding music, movies, and sports every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, live in the chat on our Interludes YouTube channel. Interludes, original concept by Valerie Johnson, written by Michael Womble, produced by Michael Womble and Valerie Johnson, original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by the Riddles Clean Comedy Virtual Show, featuring hosts Jury O'Neill, Donald Owens Jr., Michael Womble, and Val The Voice Johnson. To purchase an on-demand ticket, please visit our website, linktr.ee forward slash purelightmedia. To subscribe to our YouTube channel or join our Interludes Facebook group, visit the website, linktr.ee forward slash purelightmedia.com.